So, the third and final part. Final part. Final. End of the trilogy. It's going to be the shittiest part. The end of an acid, but they kind of die down parts. Like yeah. The kids are in bed. Yeah. They kind of. Oh, it's all like that. Way back. It's kind of boom. So, we need to be walking for fresh air there. Yeah. Kind of clear our heads. Yes. And, uh, what I like to when I get new guests, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you're aware, but you said you just listened to a tiny bit yes. of one of the episodes. So, obviously, you didn't do your homework. I didn't do that, and I never did. <laughs> never did, uh, which is probably why. The dog ate it. Which is probably why you had many visits from. So Tony what? It'll be a crowd of pause. Is that the crowd popping for Tony Watt? Wow. Yes indeed. what I like to do when you guess that sounds kinda twisted, but chat about your favourite kinda matches. Right. Favourite superstars, just favourite general memories. Right. And obviously, you might have a lot, tons of memories. Yep. Probably much more than me. Right. Uh, so, if you had to choose right. your top three favourite superstars of all time, of all time, who who would it be and why? Or who would they be and why? That's a, that's a hard one. Because I know you do a number of I do. Superstars. I mean, one, one and two aren't a problem. You know, my all-time favourite is Eddie Guerrero. Um, and number two is uh, Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson. Um, but the third one is kind of hard. I feel like there's, there's so many good guys. Like, what's the pecking order? You know, where do you, how do you put them in? You know, like your top ten. I struggle with the top ten, not like having ten favourites, but the order to put them in. And you know, it's like obviously I prefer you know Shawn Michaels promos to Bret Hart's, but I prefer Bret Hart mostly in ring to Shawn Michaels. But then Shawn Michaels had that kind of comeback, and you know, was still delivering right up until I mean even now when he's doing some special guest ref stuff, you know, it's like. He's getting in there as much as he's yeah. wanting to, you know. So it's hard to get a, a third one. But I think to kind of even it all out, I think if I put Mick Foley in at number three, I think that's fair because he's kind of legacy of work. And obviously, you know, having had some amazing matches and had some utter stinkers, but always being a kind of a good wrestling ambassador, a good personality. He's the kind of person that if you said that, you know, he liked wrestling and like you mentioned Mick Foley, people would look on it more favourably than if you said, you know, like maybe, you know, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. So I'll, I'll put Mick Foley at number three. Um, just today. You know, you asked me that tomorrow. <laughs> Did you watch the Mick Foley Thing in the network, the, I didn't. The I, cheap pops. I didn't, man. I we I got the network. Where I didn't get it cancelled. I let it run off. Um, before that aired, uh, and I don't know if I'll get it back. I probably will. Other than I obviously, you know, it was one of those things where they hadn't updated it in a long time, and it was a case of like, what am I going to spend money on this month? Am I going to buy, you know? 
like a Z Fox or you know a couple of Blu-rays, those steelbook ones. I was telling you about, but it was just this month or last month rather. It was just an extra like ten bucks that I didn't want to spend, so I just let it run off. But I probably will get it back, and then when I do, that'll be one of the first things I watch. And what you were saying about the network was they remove stuff as well. Yeah. The kind of road. What else? That's right. I mean, that was one of those ones that really annoyed me because, as you know, I was getting rid of a lot of my kind of wrestling DVDs purely because everything was on the network. And uh, I had a, pretty much a complete collection, minus like the Ric Flair and the Rey Mysterio of like the biographies, up to a point, you know, uh, up to like maybe the punk one. You know, I had every biography on either DVD or Blu-ray. And uh, I just started getting rid of them because I wasn't watching special features. All I was ever watching was the biographies, and when they all started appearing and on the was network, all the kind of documentary parts of it. And they had, you know, like such a great kind of library, and they were updated really quickly. And I thought that um, I could just get rid of them, you know. And I was getting quite a good price for them, so I thought, yeah, to hell with it, fuck it, I'll get rid of them. And, uh, and I got rid of the Road Warriors one, and then. Lo and behold, next time I check, it's not even on the network. Like, what happened there? But it's like, uh, Wood Warrior Animals, obviously. He's like one of those guys that just, I don't think, kind of plays nice. You know, he's like, he doesn't always have the best of things to say about people. He, they, he probably buried them in something and then they just kind of went, like, F you, I'll take this off. So, next question. This is like, this is the biggest thing. Right. If, this is what I ask after the superstar question right. and give you the chance to go back in time right. or not the future because we don't know how good events will be in the future but right. if you had the chance to have a time machine right. and go back in time uh-huh. to any wrestling event so it could be a random Raw it could be a Nitro it could be Bash at the Beach it could be any pay-per-view at all right. What pay-per-view would you go to and why? And why is it so important that you had to travel back to that pay-per-view to be part of that pay-per-view? Is it just to do with wrestling? So like, I couldn't say that I would go back to like a wrestling pay-per-view or a wrestling show that Hitler was at and like, you know, shoot Hitler. <laughs> That's like, it's like a wrestling pay-per-view. So you, you, yeah. so you can't go back to like a Sting concert in like, No, but I mean, it's like if there was like a, a wrestling pay-per-view or a wrestling show happened in, you know, some town in Germany and like Paper Fuse is you know of like yeah. professional wrestling. So it's not for like and for me just industry. to go back in time and create yeah. havoc and cause mischief <laughs> and stuff. It's like I can't go back in time and you know. I always that always makes me laugh when people say I'd go back in time and shoot Hitler. <laughs> like, people had the opportunity back then, it wasn't as if like guns didn't exist or like nobody wanted Hitler they just around. Failed. It's like you had a fucking army, you know what I mean? You might have heard of them, you know, like they were quite dominant. Yeah, aye. I'll just go back in time and shoot at her. Yeah, like, because what are you, the world's best sniper? <laughs> um, that's a good question. With the dancers, you know, film say they'd go back to Survivor Series 97. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's like one of the worst days ever. Take it on the film. Film's reason was purely for the historical aspect of it. Well, you could go back to the fucking Over the Edge 99 and watch Owen Hart dying just for the historical aspect of it. You could go back to that uh, 
the, the Ben Watt tribute they did in the empty arena because <laughs> they knew some some shit was up. It's like I just for the historical aspect, I just want to be that one person sitting there behind Vince McMahon. Why is there one guy there? I time travel back to see yes, Vince. All right. It's like, don't the end, because that guy's an awesome sniper, <laughs> he might shoot yeah, you. Yeah, but Back in Future 2, he came back, back well. He had the Chris Benoit trip. Right enough. <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's, it's, a kinda, it's a good question. I've never really thought of that before. There's so many to choose from. There are so many to choose from, and not just, you know, like your actual kind of pay-per-views themselves, like the Hall of Fames, you know, you like... Could go back and like see. I mean, do you know, like, see if I hadn't been to the last year's Hall of Fame, that would probably have been up there because you know, it's like three of my all time favourites going in Jake, Scott Hall, and uh, Warrior. And just how emotional I would have been raging. And the legacy that the kind of Warrior's speech left and everything. Everything about that was perfect, you know, like, if the only thing, like, Lita's, Lita opening it and her. Speech being kind of shite and just being just like her fucking saying random things, she didn't really, like really tell a story. And she props and all that. What the fuck was that all about? Like, <laughs> I kind of get the impression that if you were in school with, with Lita, she would have done your head in because she'd have been like a pure overachiever. Oh, look, miss, look, look what I've brought. She'd be a person going to like every supported study. Aye, uh, she'd be like, if she didn't get an A, plus, she'd be like, she'd feel like she'd totally failed. Fuck Lita, fuck Lita. Um, Mr. T's speech as well. Mr. T, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, Carlos Carlone. Like, I could have done without that, but it was good seeing Carlito and, like, him obviously making, making jokes about how they were the kind of job of and <laughs> saying they're the Carlones. But, yeah, that would have been, that would have definitely been something that I would have wanted to go back in time and, and, and experience in person. But I don't know. Um... I guess like the kind of the obvious answer is like kind of like WrestleMania one, you know, like the gear when it all kind of kicked off. But that was WrestleMania one shite. You know, it's like I don't think there's any good WrestleMania three. On the other hand, had some good matches, but against some utter shite. Uh, most overrated match of time. I'd love to go back to WrestleMania nine. WrestleMania nine. Oh, WrestleMania nine. Yeah, I just that's one of the WrestleManias that's always stuck. Whenever like. That's the kind of one of the first WrestleManias I'd seen. Is on that it. not the one with the, the main event of uh, Bret and Yoko? Bret and Yoko, and then Hogan wins the title. <sighs> Mate, there I was lo- nothing on that. You I know that it was great. I love the kind of two doinks. Yeah, that kind of that was fun. I mean, great. as a child, I loved it. It looks good. Do you know what I mean? It's like because it's got that pure distinct look because it's in like the doors at Caesar's Palace or whatever. Um, <laughs> it just stuck because I'm the type I'm the type of guy that likes theatricality. Yeah. Like what was you, it? What was it made of then? A ten? Or was that the one with Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow? That was when kind of Brett kind of won the title, and then that's kind of ten was the one where he wrestled uh, Owen, Owen, and then and then the Lugar wrestled Yoko. Is that right? And then Brett wrestled Brett wrestled Yoko with the title again. Yeah. Uh, but it was the one of the ladder match as well with us, you know, Shawn Michaels and uh, Holmes. So that was a great one. I'm trying to think. I'd have loved to have been in the crowd for 
um, Raven versus Kane versus Big Show. Oh, amazing! That WrestleMania was, seventeen. Yeah. Oh or man. Breaking the wall. Uh, Raven getting knocked down or getting ran over by a golf cart. Do you, do you know the story about like the uh, what's even they're out in the golf carts and what the what all the wires that are kind of like around the back of the arenas and all that and uh, when they're riding about them, obviously completely unaware of this that like they were riding over the top of like the, the cables and all that and like see if they that kind of like knock one out the whole thing would have cut off they were like the pure the generators the generators I think it was Big Show or Raven told that story uh, did they not actually break like get through it wasn't a prop wall it was actually one of the arena walls no, that sounds of, insane. That sounds. I'm sure I. I, I maybe one of the weirdest stories ever, but they kind of. sounds like a lie. They kind of ruined one of the. They may have ruined it, but they didn't go through it. I, I mean, you know, it's not like. Cause I'm, the one they go through is the props one, obviously, yeah, but the but one. I mean, Big Show's strong, he's, he's not that strong. That was a fantastic match. It was amazing. People hate one that as well. It's like, what do you expect? It's, it's so fun to watch. Like, it's not. not Man, wrestling, you sit there and watch wrestling but enjoy it because it's fun tons of spots I'd probably go back to one of the ones uh, you know I don't know Wrestlemania 30 was, was, was beautiful you know it was like obviously being a huge Danny Bryan fan that was like a great moment and obviously that was a day you know I got engaged um, congratulations I mean, you said that like 18 months ago, but like, thanks again. If anybody else would like to say congratulations, thanks. You can tweet Martin later on. Ah, uh, El Calor. I think, I don't know. El under slash Calor. El under slash Calor. Um, what was. I'm trying to think now. You'd go not back the one. To the, the not Raw after WrestleMania 29. That was awesome. For sure, you would. Uh, I'd go back to that. That was, that that was, was a great night. You know, that was just a great night overall. And to this day, it's still. No, do, do you know what, man? Like, I'd go back to the one after uh, WrestleMania 28, the one after that. Brock return. That was, that was one of the best nights, man. Just for, like, the kind of. After what happened in the first match at WrestleMania, and not that we were there to see, like, you know, Daniel Bryan winning, but we, the news kind of Sheamus was, was getting the, the belt that night, and we just expected, like, a great match from them. Because they hadn't had one yet, they'd had like a couple of matches, but it was almost like you know, like squashes and stuff like that in the past. But they knew they were capable of having an awesome match, so we were expecting that to be the WrestleMania match. We were not expecting it to go over in seconds, and so like the crowd did kind of turn uh, and like it went totally pro Daniel Bryan. I mean, that's like during the Kane Orton match, did the Daniel Bryan chance of a loud shout or sitting in it. And so it was me, Fulton, Jenkins, McGatty, and Stephen. Yeah. And we're like, listen to, listen to that, you can hear it. Yeah, I mean, that was the start of it all for him, really. I mean, that was the moment when people were like, really, like, that guy deserves better than that, you know. And Seamus deserved a better win than that. He deserved to look like, you know, like, Seamus was talking about it on Jericho's podcast a couple of weeks ago. And you know, that's got to be pure deflating for you because you're in, like, one of the title matches at WrestleMania. And that was... Did he win the Rumble that year to get that? Yeah. yeah. He won the Rumble to get that spot. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's leaving with the belt, but at the same time, you don't want the match to be seconds and to be winning it by a distraction. But that was the kind of turning point 
for Daniel Bryan, I think, and even said kind of so much the next night, you know, after the, after Raw had went off and it was like the dark match, and he kind of came out, um, and kind of thanked everybody. Like they had the dark match, and uh, it was funny because he was still on the heel side of things, you know. So it was like say I can't even remember who the, what the, the kind of the way the, the match played out, who was who. But he was on the heel side, and I think they called an audible when he got the pin and went over, uh, just to kind of keep the the fans there that were still there happy. But then he, he kind of cut a promo. Um, well, it wasn't even really a promo. He was talking from the heart, you know. It was it was real, you know. He was like saying, you know, like thank thank you people so much for being so you know vocal. Because, like, this, the last day yesterday was just terrible, you know. It's like, professionally and personally, that's not what I wanted. But uh, thank you for your, your kind of vote of confidence and, you know, like, maybe you know, I'm doing the right thing. And it just kind of, like, sparked something. And, like, the whole way, you know, going back, you're on the bus and everything, it was, like, the, the kind of, the, the pure feeling that everybody left there with was phenomenal. It was great. It was just, like, that guy took the time to like kind of talk to each and every one of us, like a couple of thousand that was left. The beginning of the desperate. And that was it, and he was like, you know, keep it up, and you know, maybe we'll get a t-shirt, you know. Never thinking, you know, two years later, he would be like, the same thing would be happening, and he'd get into, you know, WrestleMania, and you know, winning the, the title, you know. So you'd say that's probably one of the... Yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head, that's, that night, was great, you know, and obviously the return of Brock, but at the same time it was also the debut of Tensai, so we'll get that fucking we had to deal with that shit. But you know, if I had to kind of pick a night, that would be the that would be the one. There's probably other great pay per views that I would have enjoyed, and you know, if I had more time to kind of think about it, I'd probably give you a different answer. But off the top of my head, I'd go back to that one. The Raw after WrestleMania 28. Yeah, so. special. And I was there with loads of my pals, you know what I mean? I wasn't there with like two people. It was like 11 of us or something. And we all weren't loving it. You always, you never fail to me. Bring, always bring up that you were there the night Dolph Ziggler cashed in his money in the bank. Yes, that was awesome. The, the year after that row, you were there. Yes. It cashed in. You never, never fail to always remind me of that. It was tremendous. You know, it was like, it was a great thing. We kind of expected it, you know. We expect well, we expected the cash in. We didn't know, you know, whether it was going to yeah. take the title or not. Speaking like obviously, I'm speaking to you that you were there. Like I think the other one I could speak to that was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, a few people that I do know that. Uh, but watching videos and like crowd reactions and stuff, but not knowing like how did you really feel like when I kind of. After this, so he fought Swagger again, was it a, a kind of rematch? Yeah. He fought and I seen him like at the end. I was like, okay, but I was like, we've already seen Dolph tonight. He's he's went back, so are they just kind of doing that teases? Yeah. He is kind of sitting there, and I was like, so it was like when Rock comes on in the mornings and here in the UK, it's like what one the morning comes on. Yeah. But that was it, kind of earlier in the night. Yeah. So that was maybe, maybe half. So it was when Rock was two hours. Back then, or was it? No, it was still three years. And I think his match was the first match of the night. I can't remember what the first segment was, but I think that match was but, um, the first match. Briggy beat Daniel Bryan, remember? Yeah, you're right. 
That was um, the first match. So that may have been maybe halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Delry was in halfway through. I was like, I don't think this is happening. Maybe, maybe like at the next pay per view, and then he, it was music hit, and I was like, holy shit. I kind of jumped and did like a kind of mini cheer. I remember my mum and dad were sleeping up the stairs. My brother was sleeping next door. I was like, I don't, I was, and I don't, I don't know. I one Twitter and started refreshing mad to see everyone's tweets. It was like Ziggler, Cartwright, Ziggler. Yes, yeah. yes. And I was like, but how? You must have been like just. I was. Could not contain yourself. It, oh man, it was amazing. Like. I was watching it, but at the same time, like, taking photos on my phone, because I was like, oh, fuck, this is, like, a moment. And I haven't really looked at them, because I took out out of any. But, like, it's it's hard to get through them. But I remember kind of glancing through them, and it's just, the camera's all over the place, man. It's just all shaky. and Yeah, you can't even really tell what it is, you know, never mind who it is. But it was insane. It was, but it was one of those moments when, when he'd handed the, the, the case over and it was happening, it was absolute heart and mouth moments because we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, like, he, he wouldn't have been the first guy to like, cash in and, and not win. You know, and obviously the, the Raw after WrestleMania is now like your number one Raw of the year where they'll always do something big, something really big to kind of propel it. And that Raw, numerous stuff. Yeah. He had like, Team Hellno can help Undertaker, those are big moments. I mean, that was insane, you know. Like, even seeing Undertaker on Raw, because, like, he hadn't really been doing that, coming out after, you know, WrestleMania. Like, in, term, in terms of Ziggler and Del Rio, I was honestly, like, there's very few times that I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, you get that uh, term, being on the edge of your seat. Yeah. I was physically, like, just sitting glued to the TV, and I was, and then when they kind of did the step up in Sagiri yeah. for the kind of near fall, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, they're going to have to wear Ziggler down somehow yeah. and that's how they made him look weak because it looked stupid the way he came out it was like he looked tired yeah. like with no shirt or it just came out I was like you're fine yeah. but then the the kind of arm I was like this yeah <laughs> was, the, the, that was that was when they got his you know like everybody was like because you expect like one kind of false finish Especially when it's just a cash in, you know, it's not like a full match that they're having. So you're expecting like one false finish, you know, maybe like, you know, it's like when he's finishing then kind of like, you know, Del Rio to kick out and then vice versa. But you're not expecting it, you're not expecting like a submission. You know, that's like, to me, like that would be like, the only way that would work would be if the person who's cashing in was putting the submission on. You know, not the person that's kind of, that's, that's had the match, pre- the previous match. And I thought, no, that's, that's not I think my, my exact words was when they put me in the cross arm I think I kind of quietly, because I was in my own home, I kind of just went at myself, for fuck's sake. I was like, no chance. Because it wasn't as if that was like a pure, uh, like a rubbish finisher, do you know what I mean? It was like, a, it was like, well over, you know, it was, lots of people had tapped out to that. And all credit goes to Ziggler's support, and I hope when that move was put in, again, I was refreshing to Almost everyone I follow on Twitter were pro Ziggler mm. and they were almost like saying, please no, please don't, please yeah. don't tap. And that way, kind of, this is a guy who, to be honest, I would have started liking maybe 
early 2012 mm-hmm. kind of it was kind of um, and I kind of liked him from then and but guys like you this, this is a guy who you followed you've kind of took with you through the battles yeah. and you're finally seeing his moment yeah. and when it's that point is like I don't know the moment is going to it was, it was like you're talking about being on the, on the edge of your seat like where was that the Izod Centre I think that, that match was yeah, that, that draw like most people in the Izod Centre were on their feet you know that was one of those moments where everybody was like oh no and that's what we were all wanting you know there wasn't many other things that, that they could give you like they weren't just going to turn around and hand Daniel Bryan the championship you know that wasn't going to happen they weren't just going to kind of like you know, bring back like you know your favourite superstar from ten years ago. You know, he wasn't just going to come out. You know, that wasn't within the realms of possibility. You know, they, they weren't going to do. You know, like a breakup angle just for the sake of it. But that was something that they could do. You know, and he'd had the, the briefcase for what like ten months at that point. You know, hadn't really kind of came close to cashing it in, and. That was something that, they, that was there that they could do, and it would have, you know, made us made everybody pop. But at the same time, you know, if he cashed it in and didn't win, you know, everybody there would have been afraid. a lot of angry people in that arena. But it's still the same kind of reaction. It's just not a positive reaction. That's more of a negative reaction. But people are still going to be talking about it. You know, like fuck sake. So I mean, like they don't really care like whether it's positive or negative. You know, they just kind of want the the not the heat, but they want the kind of publicity from whatever it is they do, you know. If there's is there gonna be more people talking about it on Twitter if he wins than he loses? I don't know. But that was like them giving us a present. You know, it's like thanks for coming all this way. Here's a wee awesome thing for you. I, I always say that after that cashing and was of people disagree, but I thought Ziggler was the hottest thing going in WWE after that cashing. Yeah. In terms of the reaction you got I mean I think that was the biggest reaction in the night. Were tied with a kind of team hell no. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Like that was the night with Ryback turned to and Cena. Yeah, and it was the one. Well, that was the end, wasn't it? Yeah, Ryback turned to. But before that, that was the one where. Uh, let me think. Was it Sheamus and Ryan? No, was it Sheamus she- and Ryan? Yeah, they, they completely kind of tore that match to shreds. Like that. That was like that. Get like a bad. That get like the negative reaction. You know, that was just like people. Were not interested at all and they felt kind of like scunnered that like what's this you know why are you giving us this again for no real reason you know it's not as if these two guys are like like needing to have this match but I think we um, trying to think what the, the biggest pop would have been I mean that's got to be right up there and especially because it's like a smaller crowd you know like at Wrestlemania you can't really hear the pops, yeah. you know, it's it's like especially when it's like outdoors, but when it's it's indoors you can hear them, but it's it's like seventy thousand people chanting, but you know, like it's like the delayed reaction, so it's like you see something happening and then it's you know it's like a couple of seconds before you react to it, so it's not as loud, whereas in like an Izod Center where there's twenty thousand people, you know, you've got twenty thousand people going bananas at the same time, so I would say that was definitely up there. Um, Lesnar coming back as well got a great pop. Um, what happened last year? Last year they had uh, the 
Ele nasceu de Kenneth Henry Dime Brian. Mas ele era daquele que era acampado. Olha, quando ele tem. Não, não tem, sou o Albert Warrior que morreu. Yeah, out of all the, the things that I've been to see, I would definitely say that that Ziggler Pop was the, the loudest. Do we drink? Do we drink your juice? So, that is, there's 28 minutes, we're talking the third part there. So that's, so that, an hour and a half of wrestling covered. Anything else, any wee questions you want me just to like, want more answers to? <laughs> well, we do have a minute and a half, so, wait. Dream match. Dream match of all time. Uh, I, I always felt kind of shortchanged that Austin and um, Eddie Guerrero never got their kind of pay-per-view match. Uh, I kind of get that angle get kind of rushed through, you know. When the highlight of the, the angles, Eddie Guerrero singing karaoke, you know. Um, I always wish Canyon got a better, a fairer shake in WWE. I think he could have had like great matches with Jericho and like a lot of the other, like Edge, a lot of the other kind of solid mid carders as opposed to getting demoted to velocity and having the wrestle Orlando Jordan. Just because he was gay. <laughs> That's a great way to end podcast. So thanks to Martin has made his podcast debut. Thanks for having me. It's, you it's been can wonderful. follow him at, on Twitter at L under slash Calor. Follow me if you're not already doing so. This will be on tonight probably before I go to bed. So that's Thursday. Yeah. Um, so please listen share it with all your friends and family and I will see you next week good night cheerio